The Beyond the Gate program is mainly a listener-supported radio ministry. You can help us bring the message of the gospel to thousands of listeners each week with your prayerful support and financial gifts. Visit our website, btgprogram.com. Joining us now is Sarah Smith. Sarah is the inaugural head coach of Roberts Wesleyan College's brand new swim program. She'll be responsible for overseeing both the men's and women's swim programs as they move closer toward their very first season of competition. Thanks so much, Sarah, for coming on the program and joining us today. No problem at all. You know, they've had a pool there at Roberts for a number of years, but now they're introducing swimming as an intercollegiate sport for the very first time this coming fall from what I understand, just the third Christian college in the Northeast to offer the sport. When Roberts named you the program's first head coach, what was the first thing you did? Well, three-year coaching has always been a very long-term goal of mine. And uh, so when I when I was named the head coach and accepted the, the job, I reached out to some of those in, people in my life who have helped me to get where I am Um um, as far as like, my parents and my husband and then some coaches that have kind of developed me over the years. Um, and then after that, I measured the pool to make sure that it was the right length because <laughs> there has been a long-term rumor that it maybe is too short. I've heard that rumor. Is is it true or is it false? It is definitely false. We have all of the drawings and the measurements that it is 25 yards per per the rule book. Terrific. I heard it was long enough to compete, but something about it couldn't be used for records. I think that was the rumor as I heard it, but I'm glad to know that that's false. Yep. Yeah. So it definitely is false, which is very good for our first season. <laughs> now, obviously, starting a deep two program from scratch, I mean, it's got to be a daunting task. What's your strategy? Where do you start putting those pieces together? Um, so one of the first things I did was develop a um, a business plan of sorts for the program and put it all on paper um, in kind of chart format. And once I had that, I was able to see what, what components of the program um, I already have um, as far as some support at Roberts, what components I'm missing. Um, and this was all the way from recruiting the team, the facilities, the equipment, marketing, um, and everything in between. And so... Um, it is. It can definitely, when you think about it, be daunting. But once you have the plans on paper, um, I have a pretty good strategy um, as far as filling the holes that I have. We mentioned the swim program on a recent show of ours within the last week or two, I think, and that you have your first two letter of intent signees, including one young lady local to us here in Rochester. And now I understand that you coached her at Spencerport High School. Can you take a moment and talk about what it means to have her with you at Roberts and sort of maybe introduce us to the Red Hawks swim team? I mean, is there someone there that perhaps you're leaning on heavily to get the program off the ground? Is there a prospect you're counting on for big things down the road? Sure, yeah. One of my first signees was somebody that I've worked with um, over the past few seasons at Spencer Court, and um, I'm pretty excited to have somebody that, that knows me and my training and um, how I develop programs, um, I think that she'll be integral in the uh, the building and the foundation of the program um, because she has entrusted me previously in reaching some of her biggest goals. And I think um, that all success starts with um, commitment and trust. 
And so having her on the pool deck at Roberts is going to be great for the other athletes to see. Um, and as far as the number, uh, having an athlete specifically to, to lean on heavily to get the program off the road, um, I'm a big believer that um, there's never just one athlete that makes the team. Um, and actually, if you did even had an athlete that won every event at the meet, you still wouldn't, lose, wouldn't win that meet. And so I'm pretty excited. I have 18 athletes committed for this um, upcoming season. And I think every single one of them is going to be absolutely um, an integral part and very important to the success of the program. I think that there's something to say about a diverse level of ability, of strengths, of weaknesses, and of experiences, and bringing those all together um, to make one big successful team. Now, you said 18 already, and, and I'm unfamiliar, of course, with starting a D2 program from scratch, but that would seem like a pretty significant number out of the gate. Are these local athletes, or have you recruited them from other, other places? That seems like a good number to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, I I think it's definitely a great number. Um, I half of them are already on campus, already students, um, and so they those athletes they were very important in getting this program there because they have been on campus and asking and um, asking questions and pushing to have a program. Um, the other half are athletes that are incoming, and for the most part. Um, just kind of their final stages of making their decisions um, was where I was involved from a recruiting standpoint because we did announce our team so late um, from a recruiting standpoint, but um, they all are pretty local. We do have a couple athletes that are coming to Roberts and, and swimming from out of state. I think our farthest is from Arizona. Wow. We're yeah. talking with uh, Sarah Smith, head coach of the swim programs at Roberts Wesleyan College. Sarah, last week I was involved in a soccer camp down in the Catskills, and ironically, I was talking to a young teenager there, and she competes in youth swim programs. She said that she was thinking of giving up the sport because she gets bored due to the to the downtime between her events. What would be your advice to that young lady to encourage her to continue with the sport? And by the way, she's going to hear this segment with her parents within the next few days via podcast, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, well, I think for, for anybody involved in the sport of swimming, there's no secret that there can be times that it's very boring and mundane. We pretty much follow a black line back and forth for three hours a day. Um, but there's parts of it that can also be incredibly um, invigorating and entertaining. And so uh, I would recommend for this athlete and something I recommend for my own athletes is to utilize that downtime to really reflect you know, in between races, um, what you can improve, what your goals are, or maybe even talking with some other people on deck. The cool thing about um, swim meets is there's a lot of people there um, with a lot of people doing a lot of different things. And so that downtime can be used to make new friendships, um, to meet new people, to learn new things. So um, I would encourage her to continue swimming um, because not only do you find a community within the swimming um, that becomes your own, but you also find a level of commitment and dedication that you don't see in a lot of other aspects of life. Let's talk about you for a few moments. You have been, and of course you still are, involved with a number of swim programs. In addition to now being the head coach at Roberts, 
What's the one thing you love most about competitive swimming and that attracted you to the sport originally? So what, what definitely attracted me and drew me in is the thrill and the satisfaction as an athlete that you get after finishing maybe a 6 a.m. workout that was really hard or, or hitting a goal time you've been working towards for an entire season. Um, there, there's not many other things in life I've experienced that have um, made me feel that way. And so what keeps me in the sport now is helping others get there, sharing with them how much swimming has been such a part of my life um, and forming the communities that I have, the people I've met within the swimming community. And so I, I stay in it because I like to um, to help athletes to to feel that, to feel that excitement and that level of accomplishment and to reach their goals. Now, for most casual fans and maybe not necessarily true swim fans, they care about swimming once every four years. That is when the Olympics happen, of course. To build a program like you're tasked with doing at Roberts, how will you, for lack of a better term, sell the sport to fans, to sponsors, and I guess even to potential student-athlete recruits beyond those Olympic years? Um, well, my biggest goal is to, to build a team that fans and supporters and the local community look at and just become absolutely enthralled with. Um, and, and when they see our team out having fun, working hard, building relationships, they want to be a part of it, whether it's watching on the weekends or supporting in a fundraiser or, you know, as a potential student athlete, recruit, you know, going on a recruiting trip and potentially joining the team. Um, so I, I think that um, for those that don't know swimming, they, they can think, oh, well, it's not the Olympics, so it's not that fun to watch. But um, once they're there, the sport and the meets themselves, it can be incredibly exciting. Um, and they're, they're loud and they're fun. And I, it's fun to see the races come down to one or two tenths of a second. And so um, I think that the team, uh, as, they, as they grow, will, will pull in the community, the local community, and, and really make a name for swimming in the Rochester area. In building this D2 program from scratch, have you, have you felt at times like maybe it's all on you? Of course, you're the one who recruits the student-athletes. You coach the team. I'm assuming you're heavily involved in the program's sponsorship funding. Where have you gotten help from with the many things you have to do as a collegiate coach at the D2 level? Um, well, I, I definitely don't feel like it is all on me. I know you just listed off a bunch of things that are on me, but the cool thing I found at Roberts that I have not experienced any other place that I've been so far is the, the teamwork and the team atmosphere within athletics. And so when it comes to me kind of learning the ropes at, as far as just Division two athletics goes and then learning the ropes of Roberts, um, I've really leaned on the athletic staff and other coaches, and they've been beyond helpful. Um, I kind of feel like they're my support team when I, if I just don't know or need help with something, there's always someone there. And then as far as the, the swimming aspect of it goes, there's a lot of nuances that are new and different um, from, from age group swimming or high school swimming. And so I do have some, um, some previous coaches that I've swum under that have been great, great assets to me and helping kind of guide the way. Once again, we're talking with Roberts Wesleyan College swim coach Sarah Smith. You're heavily involved in swimming throughout the community. I, I'm guessing you get to talk to lots of young people. 
How much of your time do you estimate that you think you're talking up Roberts? And, and what is it about the school that you think they would want to consider it for their college experience? Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's definitely a fine line as to who, who I can talk to and when, as far as uh, swimming itself goes. But whenever I get the chance, if somebody asks about Roberts or the school or the athletics, I, I definitely talk it up as much as I can because um, even in my short time that I've been on campus and experiencing the uh, the community and the environment there. Um, I truly believe that Roberts is an incredibly great school that provides opportunities that no, not a lot of schools in the area do. So some of the things when I've been talking with potential student athletes um, that, that I think are valuable are the, the school size um, and the location, uh, the fact that we are D2 athletics for any of our athletes coming in, um, and, and also, I've, I've taken the chance um, on campus to talk with some students and staff and some faculty and, and learn kind of what their goals are and, and what they do at Roberts. And in that, I found that it, I really believe that our staff and faculty are preparing students for life beyond school, not just to get that degree, but to, to be able to handle themselves in, in real-life industry situations. And I think that that is an incredibly valuable skill, and, and um, Robert offers that. I read an article that said you and your father and a brother, you own a construction company, so clearly you're not afraid of hard work, and I wouldn't think in the construction industry you're easily intimidated. Do you think that background will help you in any way to be successful as a coach? And if so, what skills have you learned through business that you hope to capitalize on? I know you mentioned earlier you you started out with a spreadsheet and kind of had a, strate- a strategic plan right from the get-go. Yep, absolutely. So um, beyond the, the fundamentals from just running a business that tran- they can translate from coaching to running a business to managing a household, beyond that, being an entrepreneur itself, it can be a scary thing. Um, and what it has allowed me to do or, or helped me to do is step right outside of my comfort zone, um, which I know isn't always fun for people, but in entrepreneurship, it's necessary. And so I believe in a way that that's what coaching is. I believe coaching is very similar. You, you can't just stay in your little bubble and, and be comfortable with everything and do what you've always done. Um, because you're always going to have different athletes, you're always going to have different personalities, different level of talent, um, and you have to be able to adapt to that. And so I think that that may be the biggest skill that will um, that I'll see kind of transpire be- between what I've been doing and what I'll be doing at Roberts. We're talking on the studio line with Roberts Wesleyan College swim coach Sarah Smith. With all the things you're involved in, Sarah, you, I'm sure you have a busy schedule. You talk with numerous people, dealing with various people issues. How does your faith play a role in your career and keeping control of all that? Um, I, I think my faith keeps me grounded in uh, in all the different things that I do. Um, what I've found um, as I continue to load my schedule and become busier and busier throughout the past few years, um, that my faith keeps me allows me time for reflection and on what I've done and what I can do better and what I can con- continue to grow on. And so um, overall, I think it's it keep, kept me grounded, able to reflect, and, and able to keep growing in all of the roles that I hold. 
you don't mind my asking, how old were you when you began to take your faith seriously? And, and maybe you can share with us how your faith first became real to you. Sure. Um, well, I was uh, homeschooled and raised in the church. And so um, my faith and um, spirituality was always a big thing in our household growing up. Um, but I, I don't think that my faith truly became my own until I started really experiencing things. Um, I'm thankful every day that my parents raised me to know and understand the ways of the Lord and the the testaments of the Lord. And as I every day continue to have different interactions and conversations and events, they're just constant reminders that make it much more real to me. So I would say um, about six or seven years ago after I graduated college and I was in the industry and, and working and I would, you know, something would happen and I'd go home and say, gosh, how, how can this be? And, um, I, you know, would have no idea. And then all of a sudden something else would pop up and it's like, wow, God is in the driver's seat of my life right now. And so, so I think that really experiencing those things for myself is when I really started to take it seriously. How can we pray for you, Sarah? Um, I would say, Pray for peace for me, for um, the unknown. As um, I know I said, I'm used to stepping out of my comfort zone. It's still never easy. Um, And so the unknown of the upcoming season, because everything's going to be a new experience and something I haven't done before. And and so the the challenges will be the biggest this year. So, So peace for that would be really great. Sarah, thanks so much again for joining us. I wish you all the best on, on the season ahead. Congratulations on the new position as head coach. When's the first event? Thank you. Uh, well, we don't begin our season until the middle of October, and um, our meet schedule is not finalized yet. So once we have all of the meets on the schedule, we'll be announcing it, and we'll have it up on our webpage. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you. That's Sarah Smith joining us on the BTG Studio Line, head coach of the swim programs at Roberts Wesleyan College. You're listening to Beyond the Game program. Stick with us. We'll be back right after this. Do you know an athlete whose participation in athletics is vital to their college choice? Then consider telling them about Roberts Wesleyan College. Hi, I'm Dr. Dina Porterfield, president of Roberts. We field 17 varsity sports and offer the only NCAA D2 program in Greater Rochester. Our teams have won six conference titles and reached three NCAA national championship appearances. Help the athlete you know to take their game to the next level. Visit roberts.edu. 